I don't do cocaine. I can't do cocaine. I don't like nothing up my nose. Like, I barely doing a COVID test, I be passing out. I like, uh, uh, <laughs> snorting cocaine. Y'all did, like, 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 if somebody came to you and was like, I got a drug, but you got to snort it up your nose with a dollar bill, somebody was like, yo, that sounds delicious. <laughs> like, y'all niggas is weirdos. Fucking cocaine powder up your nose? That's crazy. <laughs> I don't love drugs that much. That's weird. Isn't that weird? Somebody come to you, yo, this shit is amazing. You just got to get a spoon and a, a fucking lighter. I'm telling you, you're going to feel like you're on a whole nother planet. Just a spoon and a little rock and a lighter. You're going to fucking feel amazing. What's the sale? What was the sales pitch on doing crack and heroin? Like, what was the sales pitch? I don't want to shoot myself up. That's too much work. I ain't go to medical school. I got to shoot myself. I got to find a vein. What kind of shit? needed break um into break um if you did not know last week we were off because i was performing a stand-up comedy uh shantae wins who's a friend to the show she has a brand new live stream comedy club that she does from her brand new studio so if you want to support live comedy go check out cwayans.com i was on it last week but i am back with you all this week and guess what y'all it's just me That's right. It is just me and you and whoever else pops in. Welcome to all the folks who've been here before. Welcome to all the new faces, new names. Glad to be here with you. So excited for this evening. Now, the reason why, okay, the reason why I'm doing this show solo dolo is because I feel like there was a lot of things happening that we need to really break all the way down. Okay. Um, also, Full disclosure, I have missed y'all. Like, you know, I love having all the great comedians on. I love having all y'all in the comments talking about how you think everybody is funny. But I feel like sometimes I, I be neglecting y'all, you know? So it's just me and you and you and me and Tim. Yes, Tim is here. Tim is always here holding us down, okay? All right, how's everybody doing? Let me go see who's in the comments. Hey, everybody. Wait, hey, everybody. Hi, y'all. Hey, Bryces, of course. Always here early. Nice to see you again, Bryces. Hey, Santino. Welcome. Damara, how are you? Hey, Jamie. Hey, Black. I feel like Romper Room. This is Romper Room. Hey, Allison. Hey, Malik. How's everybody doing? Good, 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 good. Okay. Yeah, I have shades now. I mean, if you see me on Instagram with Yamanika or even on Yamanika show, um, I always break out the shades. The shades uh, were originated on um, Ranting and Raving with Chloe and Yamanika. And there's a couple of stories tonight that are going to be needing these shades. So these are my these are my show shades. Uh, this is possible merch down the line. We um, I'm really tripping on merch. Okay. All right. So I am feeling great. 
I'm looking good. If you can't tell, I'm slimming down, shedding my pandemic weight. And that has been something that has been very important to me. Um, in addition to moving to Los Angeles, I was like, I want to get my life right. I turned 40. I want to be slim and healthy. Um, and I just want to feel good because, you know, the weight that I had gained over the course of the pandemic really started to like literally weigh me down. Right. And so I've been getting my shit together. I'm doing my meal preps. I am killing it. I'm, thank you. Yes. Right. I'm doing it. But then today, as I was getting ready for the show, I saw a tweet. And this tweet sent me into a rage. And I don't really get angry about stuff that I see. You know, like, yes, white supremacy, police brutality, all of that stuff. But this one hit even closer to home for me. And that brings us to our first story of the evening. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not aware, I'm a book author. My book is entitled F Your Diet. My book is printed or published it both published by Simon and Schuster. Simon and Schuster is the parent company over my imprint. So a lot of times parent companies have, you know, a lot of little, uh, little titles or little like firms underneath them. And then the parent company is like the big dog. And so my book is really gallery books, but gallery books is a subsidiary, a direct subsidiary of Simon and Schuster. So today when I found out that my parent company has also greenlit a book deal with one of the killers of Breonna Taylor. I was enraged. If you're not familiar with this killer, this is who he is. He, Jonathan Mattingly, um, has a book deal now. And his book deal is with a small imprint in Tennessee, the state in which he killed Breonna Taylor. And the parent company for that small imprint is Simon & Schuster. When the press reached out to Simon & Schuster to ask them if they had any comment for this, there's been no comment. But soon after I saw this tweet, thanks the Lord, other people started to cause a ruckus as well. Because not so long ago, nope, go back, not so long ago, okay, Simon & Schuster was one of many companies that put up a black uh, box and put up, we are standing in solidarity with Black Lives Matter just this past summer. Now, all of a sudden, they have a book deal with one of the unconvicted killers of Breonna Taylor. Now, not only is this dude a hot damn mess, right? He also took it upon himself to sue Brianna Taylor's boyfriend for pain and suffering. This is the man that they gave a book deal to. Not only did Simon and Schuster give him a book deal, they also gave former vice president and homeless stunt queen Mike Pence a book deal as well. Now, when I heard that they gave Mike Pence a book deal, I wasn't really for it, but I understand because he was number two in the country. Maybe he may, you know, finally get some balls and like, you know, spill the tea on what it was like to be working with who, you know, who shall not be named on the show. So I get it because Mike Pence is a public figure. He's a politician. But this motherfucker here is a killer of a woman who was asleep in her bed next to her boyfriend who tried to defend them. Now, you're going to have a motherfucker write a book when they couldn't even read the warrant correctly? They was at the wrong address. He couldn't even double check the warrant. And you want him to write a book? 
See, this is the problem. A lot of times, for way too long, corporations have hidden their racism behind capitalism. I'll explain. What a company does whenever someone cries out about a purchase like this, they'll say, everybody's entitled to their story. You know, uh, he really has something to say. He may even redeem himself, et cetera, et cetera. They make excuses. But the truth of the matter is, yes, they are motivated by money, capitalism. They are a business. They want a book that's going to sell through the roof. But let's be honest. Motherfuckers who defend cops who kill black people ain't really literary geniuses, okay? He'd be better off coming up with a comic strip about his exploits around Memphis, Tennessee, or Nashville, wherever the fuck he's at. So number one, we have to stop letting corporations convince us that they're doing these things without any racist intent. Because the truth of the matter is, whoever purchased his book purchased it because they sympathize with him. They feel like he should be justified or even have his name cleared in the history books. This is a book that will sit on the shelves of libraries for decades to come until we burn down libraries again, like the great library of Alexandria. So we need to be very clear when these business transactions happen, they start from a place of somebody sympathizing or relating to someone who is a cop killer. I mean, who is a killer, who, a cop who is a killer, okay? Secondly, they try to mask that by saying, oh, you know, it's just business. But then what happens is when enough people complain about him having a book deal when he should be in prison, but he hasn't even been charged because that's a whole nother story. We already talked about the eight, the, um, the district attorney of Tennessee who is in cahoots with Mitch McConnell, who's a black man who, yeah, exactly. His sellout ass was not the one to convict or press charges against the three police officers. So it's, it, it's, it, we, it's enough. Okay. The reason why I was so enraged by all of this is because I'm tired. Okay. I'm tired of people playing in our faces. I'm tired of people telling us it's just business. I'm tired of people making excuses for their white supremacy, period. That is what it is. You're going to give a man probably a six-figure book deal, right? Upwards, definitely for sure. I promise you he's making way more than $100,000 on this book deal. And so you're going to put his book and bookstores all over the country when you have Breonna Taylor who still has not received justice. And then Simon and Schuster was this one of the same people that was talking about they support black lives. Do you know how many black women are authors on Simon and Schuster imprints? I'm one of them. So I put a post up today, right? Shout out to my homegirl, Ida Rodriguez, friend to the show, one of my dear friends. And she's like, Chloe, you have a lot to say and you should really just like make a, a video about your thoughts. And I've always procrastinated about that thing because I'm like, you know what? I have this show already. I have these great people who support me every single week. I love each and every one of you who tune in every single week, but I don't want to just be putting noise out there. I don't want to just be making videos, ranting about something because the truth of the matter is I like to live my life in joy. I don't really harbor on a lot of things. I may talk about political issues here and there and conversation with my friends, but I'm not driven every single day by like, we need to just fight. I'm just, I can't, I can't. You get an ulcer, 
you get you can get cancer that way internalizing rage i let all that shit go and it's even harder for me now to be having this conversation with y'all that i haven't smoked weed in five motherfucking days okay so you getting me clear okay a bitch's motherfucking scientology clear right now all right so i'm feeling everything okay and so that is why I pick and choose the things that I want to really dig down deep into. Because if you continue to let shit like giving a man who killed a black woman in her sleep motherfucking light in your life, it will take over your emotional state of being. And I don't have time for that. So I told people on my video that I posted on my Instagram don't support companies that put money in the pockets of people who get away with killing us. Now, if that means don't buy my book, that's what it has to be. And I'm willing to make that sacrifice. I'm willing to say, do not buy my book as long as they're going to publish this man who killed Breonna Taylor's book. And I am fine with that. Even my agent backed me up. So I know I'm on the right side, okay? Because we out here saying, listen, if I got to just not get a royalty check, then I just, I guess I won't get a royalty check. And see, that is the thing that people got to understand. If you really want change to happen, if you really want people to about face about their racism, they're never going to all of a sudden wake up and be like, you know what? Damn, I was racist this whole time. I am so sorry. I'm not going to be racist no more. That is not what they're going to do. What they're going to do is they're going to say, damn, I am racist but I also like making money more than I hate black and Asian people. So I'm going to about face and make sure that my money still comes in. So maybe we'll kill this book deal. That's what's going to happen. Enough people are going to shame and embarrass Simon and Schuster. They're going to be uh, embarrassed about probably losing a bunch of money because I mean, let's be honest. Like I said, uh, MAGA people are not reading books like that. Okay. So because they're going to lose money, they'll say, we've decided, you know, after the outcry, we understand. This is what they're going to do. I promise you. I promise you. And if they don't, I, if they don't, I'll double down and be like, damn, I, re I respect I respect the hate. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather them say, no, listen, we not fucking around with y'all people. We like this dude and we want to read his book. I can, I can respect that. But what they're probably going to do to save face is say, after the outcry of comments and concerns and tweets we understand that this is a very delicate conversation we did not mean to offend anybody and we rescinded the invitation for this book deal and that's what they're going to do instead of just saying we low-key don't care but we also love money more so sorry our bad and that is what companies do so if you want to make real change happen i'm telling you right now you ain't got the march you ain't got to protest, but what you got to do is hold on to your money, okay? That is really what catapulted the Civil Rights Movement Act actually coming to fruition is the bus boycotts, okay? And they weren't no two weeks. I don't understand why people think that people boycotted for two weeks. No, they boycotted for months, over a year damn near. They boycotted. They crippled the economy of, okay, the city where they boycotted the buses. I'm forgetting the name of the city right now. Damn it. Derailing my, my, derailing my rant, but not Selma. What is, uh, Tim, what, what city was it in where they boycotted? I, I sound crazy right now. Anybody know the city? You know what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, but yes, the bus boycott. Um, 
not Selma, Birmingham, Birmingham, Birmingham. Thank you. Birmingham bus boycott. Um, that crippled the city. Okay. And so let me also tell you something. If you're worried about going out there and protesting and having the police hit you in the face with tear gas and rubber bullets, which they're doing right now in Minneapolis for the people who are protesting about the death of Dante Wright, stay your ass in the house. And stop buying shit from companies who fucking fund policies and people that kill us. Period. That goes to the companies that are supporting GOP legislation that is making it harder for people to vote. Like Publix. Okay? So do your research. Save your money. Put your money in your own community. Buy from black and brown owned companies. And, and live to see another day. Because that's the only way they're going to give a fuck about us is when they realize that they're not getting billions of dollars from black and brown people because we love buying shit. Stop buying shit. We've been in the house for a year. Stop buying shit from companies that fund politics, politicians, and policy that are against black people living their best life. We on a roll tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay, let me tell you how crazy it is. You know how crazy it is where we are right now at the precipice of either greatness or doom. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. Ladies and gentlemen, old ass Pat Robinson of the 700 Club is fed up with police brutality too. Who would have ever imagined this would have been on a bingo card of 2021? Let's listen to what, what, what Mr. Pat Robinson Robertson had to say about police brutality in America. I'm pressing play, Tim. If you can't tell the difference in the field of those things, it's crazy. Anyhow, she deserves, but, I, you know, I am pro-police, folks. I think we need the police. We need uh, their servants, and they do a good job. But if they don't stop this onslaught, they cannot do this. You know, the, the police in, in Virginia picked up a, a lieutenant in the Army and began to give him trouble. And, and our, our, our state police are highly trained. But why they don't stop this? And this thing is going on in Minnesota, but the Derek Chauvin, I mean, they ought to put him under the jail. He has caused so much trouble by kneeling on the, the death of George Floyd. It's just I mean, on his neck. It's just terrible what's happening. And the police, why don't they open their eyes to what? Now, let me tell you something about Mr. Mr. Pat, about Pat Pat. Pat Robertson is 91 years old, okay? He has been hosting the 700 Club since the year 700. This nigga's old as fuck. But let me tell you about Mr. Pat Robertson. He is at that point, right, where old white people get. He is 91 years old. He understands right now that if he says anything such as what he said right now in support of police restraint, he's not going to get canceled because he's too old. Don't you ever notice how old white people, they start speaking out in defense of black and brown communities when they get really, really old? Like when they, when they, they, they see in the stairway to heaven and they're like, you know what? I think I might uh, need to uh, rethink some of the things I've been saying in the past. Okay. Because you know, I, I might be going to heaven like next, next Tuesday. So I want to make sure that when I go up there before that pearly gates, Jesus says to me, did you do everything you did in the power to help your mankind? And you got to be like, as of the last six months of my life, I for sure did everything I could do Jesus to really advocate for everybody. He is trying to go to heaven y'all. And let me tell you something. 
this is the sad part. The worst part about it is even though he is right to defend George Floyd, he's right to defend Dante Wright. He's right to defend Adam, um, I'm sorry, Toledo. A lot of his followers, a lot of his viewers are going to think, nah, this motherfucker just see now. He probably just losing his mind. They will rather think that he's going crazy because he's 91 than to think that he came to his senses. Now, that's the problem. You need to speak up when you have a platform such as 700 Club, when you got black and brown hair, sir, not this gray shit you got going on right now. Because ain't nobody going to believe you. They're going to think that you're losing your mind. And they're going to they're gonna dismiss what you're saying because you should have been saying it fucking 75 years ago, motherfucker. But even he understands uh, what a taser is versus a gun. At the beginning of the clip, he was holding a taser and a gun. He was like, that woman who said that she didn't know the difference between a taser and a gun, she should be uh, under the jail. So should, uh, what's his name, George? No, what's his name? Chauvin. I don't like to remember killers' names. Don't be quoting me. I don't give a fuck about these motherfucking killers. The nigga who uh, killed George Floyd, he need to go to jail. And I thought it was funny when he was in, uh, when uh, George Floyd's killed. What is going on? Tim, are we double, uh, double clicking? Okay. Um, when Chauvin was in court this week, they asked and they was like, is anything you want to say in defense of yourself? And he got on the mic. He was like, I will not be testifying. So even he know he can't even click, get himself out of this situation. Okay. Next story. Let's move on. The first episode of Chloe Across America, which happened almost a year ago, was a very, very heavy topic. And at the point when we started the show, I did not know where I stood on this topic, meaning I agreed, but I don't know to what degree I, I agreed. But now that we've seen a series of events involving the police after President Joe Biden took the reins, I now stand firmly in front of you all with this. It is time to defund the police. Now, let me tell you why. If you have not been watching the news, last week in Minnesota, the police shot a young man by the name of Dante Wright. And in response to the police shooting him, of course, the community was enraged and saddened and frustrated. And what did the police department do? They brought in tanks. They brought in sound blasters. They brought in tear gas. Okay. They put in a 7 p.m. curfew around the city so that police from other communities could come to Brooklyn Center, Minneapolis, and terrorize the people who are grieving the loss of Dante Wright. When you think about Chicago, what they're doing right now, all of a sudden, they have so much plywood to cover up all of the buildings and all of the, uh, the front windows because they know people are going to take to the street. That's all money that could go to communities that actually need it. So yes, it is time for us to have the conversation yet again about defunding the police. This is from a protest last summer because George Floyd was murdered. And everybody thought, oh, people are being so radical. They're just being so dramatic and we need the police. Really? When was the last time the police did something for you? 
Because I got robbed at the age of 10. Motherfuckers from junior high school came and shook me down and took my candy. I called the police. They never came. So let's think about it. What, what, what are police doing? What have they done? And I'm not saying that the police cannot do what is best for the people. But clearly, two things are, are, are going on right now. Number one, and this has been very clear, uh, even researched for over a decade now. The armed, for, the armed forces, which is the military, as well as the police force in America has been infiltrated by white supremacists, straight up Nazis as well. That's just this past week, the military quietly dismissed 13 white supremacists from their jobs. We just saw a video this week from South Carolina where a military officer was, was assaulting a young black man. And that white officer was now being penalized because the top dog at his base happened to be a black man. Now, if his boss was not a black man, okay, the top, the top dog wasn't a black man, do you think that white military officer would have been penalized? Absolutely not. So what I'm saying is, is that we have to start over. I'm not saying that we should be out here lawless like Waterworld with uh, Kevin Costner trying to uh, rein shit in. I'm not saying that. I don't want to be Charlize Theron and my fucking Mad Max uh, part two. I don't want to do that shit. But I do think that we need to really reassess. We really need to reassess our police system in this country. Let's look at some cases. Number one, of course, we have George Floyd. His case is coming to a close. This weekend, the jurors were being sent home to relax, relate, and release because they're going to have to hear closing testimonies on Monday. But listen to what his um, some of the defense is doing with um, Officer Chauvin. They're trying to say that just maybe perhaps while Officer Chauvin had his knee on George Floyd's neck, that George Floyd ingested some of the fumes from the, from the gas pipe, from the tailpipe of the car. Maybe it was carbon monoxide poisoning. This is what I'm saying. Stop playing at our motherfucking faces, y'all. Stop acting like we dumb. And the only reason why they get to go and say this goofy shit is because a lot of white people will be like, hmm, well, maybe, well, maybe it was carbon monoxide poisoning. No, dum-dums, it was murder. Next person, Dante Wright. 20 years old, father of a soon-to-be two-year-old boy. Now, the most part, the fucked up part about this, and this also goes to show you why we need to defund the police, is because they pulled him over for an air freshener. Niggas can't even have air fresheners in their car now, okay? They want our cars smelling like feet. They pulled him over because they said his air freshener was obscuring uh, the front window, okay? The window shield. So they pulled him over, then they ran his name. All of a sudden, he has a warrant. Now, this is how fucked up the system is. He had a warrant that actually was a payment that was supposed to be put on hold and they sent it to the wrong address. So he never even got it. And it was for something like 70, 70 bucks over maybe marijuana in a state that has legalized marijuana. So the whole system is fucked up. We got to go back to the beginning and reset the whole thing. Next person. Adam Toledo, 13 years old shot by the Chicago police who claimed that they shot at him first. Now, all of a sudden today, Mayor Lori Leftfoot, Lightfoot, that bitch said that, 
I looked at the video and there was actually, he did not shoot at the police. But what happened in the video, he was running from the police because he's 13. They asked him to turn around, put his hands up. He turns around with his hands up. And as he's turning around, the cop shoots him in the chest. 13. So now go to the next slide. So now this is not the first time the Chicago police and the mayor have lied about a teenager being killed by the police. The first one was 2014 when they had Mayor Rahm Emanuel and it was the murder of Laquan McDonald. And now the murder of Laquan McDonald was so important because the mayor purposely hid the video evidence of Laquan's death for over a year. They had to constantly go to the court and request the footage be released. And then when the footage was released, it showed that he did not attack the police, that he was just mowed down in the street at 17 years old. Now, before the video of Adam came out, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, her ass was like, yeah, he was shooting at the cops. So do you understand it is, it's the instinct of politicians to automatically defend the police, even though we've known for hundreds of years that the police will lie on camera with the body cam or turn their body cam off. So you're going to take the word of a group of people who are so protected by their thin blue shield that, that you believe that a 13-year-old boy was shooting at a cop? The whole system has to be reset. It is time to pull money and funding. It is time to demilitarize the police. It is time to take their tanks away and their tear gas as they brutalize communities across this country because we are sad and upset and crying and mourning the loss of young lives week after week. Last year alone, the police killed over 1,700 people in America. 1,700 people. But yet and still, this country will talk about another government antagonizing and killing their people, right? This country wants to speak about Myanmar. This country wants to talk about motherfucking Jordan. This country want to stand up and be like, hey, China, y'all need to ease up on motherfucking Taiwan or Hong Kong. They got, we got a lot to say about other governments crushing the souls of their people. But when it comes to us, oh, we got to support the police. What? Absolutely not. So if you have not told a person today, please explain to them, okay, why it is important to defund the police. Because they out here with big budgets and tanks and they stepping on our necks and killing us. And whenever they do kill somebody and the family is awarded a civil suit settlement, that money comes from us. It doesn't come from the police. Police unions across the country have ironclad contracts, which stipulate a lot of things. For example... If a police officer shoots a person, that officer doesn't go straight to questioning to give their testimony. That officer in many cities around America, that officer, because of their contract, is allowed to go home and shower and relax for late release for 24 to 48 hours before they have to go in for questioning. That officer is then questioned by another officer whose internal affairs, who oftentimes leads them in the question. You can actually look at the interrogation video of the Breonna Taylor case, and you can see how that internal affairs officer is leading these three officers and they're questioning like, so when you went there, right, you were scared, huh? When you went there, right, and you saw the boyfriend, he had his gun out, right? So y'all let these motherfuckers play showboat on us. 
take their money away. The same thing that I said about Simon and Schuster is the same thing that needs to happen with the police. Take their money away and see how they try to play in our face. Because ain't no way in the world you're going to tell me that the officer needs more training because they can't stop killing black and brown people and you're going to throw another $500 million at them to train them on how not to kill black. Take their money away. Period. And let them earn that shit back. When you was a kid and you fucked up, your mama took your allowance, right? And what you had to do, you got to get back in her good graces. So if you are a person who works for a department that is supposed to protect and serve the people, you need to get back in our good graces. And I don't mean no motherfucking twerk video on TikTok. I don't want to see you doing no goddamn cha-cha slide in the hood on a motherfucking hot summer day with those sprinkles on. No. Not kill us for like seven months. And then maybe you can get a motherfucking uh, bulletproof vest back. How about that? Here's people in Chicago boarding up. They boarding up in Chicago already. Ready. Now, I want to know who these motherfuckers is that's just on retainer to board up shit. Can you imagine that's your pandemic job? Hey, man, you got a job during the pandemic? How you out here making it? Man, I just be going and boarding up windows for when niggas want to take to the streets after the cops kill them. I make about $17 an hour just boarding up shit. I'll never have to take them down because they never take them down. But I just be boarding up shit. Come home every day, hard day of work. A good 45 minutes of boarding up shit right before the police about to release the video of them killing a 13-year-old kid. That's my job. Cancel it all. <laughs> I'm over it. Tim, go to the next slide so I can see the story because I'm all hot and bothered. Don't bring it up yet, but just go to the next one. All right. Now, this one even got me even more upset. <sighs> Let me take a break. Let me take a second to just acknowledge everybody in the comments. Thank you all. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please check this show out. It is now available, and it's always been available as a podcast immediately after the show. You can listen to it if you are not able to watch it. Um, thank you to Tim for making uh, all these great updates to our graphics. If you can see, we have a new lower third that rotates. Go ahead, Tim. Show them. Show them to rotate. Show them to rotate. Look at that. You Oh, look. Oh, look at that. Like, share, and subscribe. What's the next one say? Look at that. What's the next one say? Check out the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. What's the next one say? Oh, you can donate. Look at that. We got the Venmo Cash App and the PayPal. Look at that. Wow, you're killing it. Allison, I, if I'm raising your blood pressure, honey, what you think? What you think my blood, where you think my blood pressure's at? How you think I'm feeling? Okay. Oh, also, yeah, like, share, and subscribe. Like, share, and subscribe. Like, share, and subscribe. Make sure you like in and subscribe to the new YouTube channel. It is Hey Chloe. Very easy. Hey Chloe. There it is. New YouTube. YouTube.com backslash Hey Chloe. All right, y'all. Now listen. I'm telling you right now, this next story. <laughs> Don't make no motherfucking sense, okay? None. And I'm telling you right now, people don't know what to do with themselves. Let's pull up this next story. Ladies and gentlemen, this past weekend, you may not know, but we as black people were asked to defeat white supremacy by doing the electric slide. 
play the video. My name is Patrice Colors, and welcome to Fuck White Supremacy, Let's Get Free! With the Hammer Museum. I want you all to step in wherever you are and do the electric slide with me. This performance is for... That is one of the co-founders, or should I say alleged co-founders, depending on who you ask, of Black Lives Matter. Her name is Patrice McCullers, or Colors. And her ass was out there two-stepping, talking about let's do the electric slide. The day that this was for was Sunday. I did not see this till Monday, and many other people saw it on Monday as well. Now, why the fuck are you asking us to dance? Why are you asking us to do the electric slide to stop white? See, this is what I'm saying. People are playing in our faces. Miss Mamas, you know good and goddamn well. If dancing was all black people had to do to get rid of white supremacy, motherfucker, we should have been free when the motherfucking Soul Train aired in 1970-something, okay? Don Cornelius should have been the first black president if all it took was black people two-stepping to end white supremacy. You don't think your grandmama and there was dancing in motherfucking cotton fields at night when sun went down? What are you talking about? Patrice also caught the ire of Black Twitter because she allegedly bought a brand new, well, I don't know if it's brand new, but brand new to her, she bought a $1.4 million house in Los Angeles. Everybody's asking, how you get all this money to buy this house? Well, according to Snoop's, I'm using Snoops as a as a source. They said that it doesn't appear as though she used donations from Black Lives Matter work to buy a new house. But of course, this is what happens, right? A person becomes the face of any of an organization or activism, and they get asked to go and talk around the country. I'm sure she made a grip of money talking to corporations about diversity, talking to organizations about how they can diversify their shit. I'm sure she made a lot of money doing speaking engagements. But what you're not going to do is ask us to dance, okay? Take your happy-go-lucky ass, move into your new house that you got with your newfound fame, and live your motherfucking life. Do the work for people if you're still doing the work. But what I'm not going to do is two-step with you at all. Nowhere. I'm going to do... Matter of fact, Patrice... You ruined the electric slide for me and my homegirls, okay? I'll, I, I, if you invite me to your baby shower, your wedding, your grandma and them, a retirement party, if you play the electric slide, I'm walking out because she ruined it. She ruined it. I want nobody dancing this summer at no... Uh, first of all, you shouldn't even be out there in the streets because I just told you a couple minutes ago that we're not taking to the streets no more. We just sitting in our house, minding our motherfucking business, saving our money, and investing in black and brown businesses. So you shouldn't even be out there protesting anyway, okay? So I don't even want to see you out there protesting so that way you don't have to worry about getting hit in the head with a motherfucking tear gas canister. Sit your ass in the house, watch you some black shit, because there's a first of all, there's a lot of black Nigerian shows on Netflix. There's a whole nother conversation. Go home, watch some shit on Netflix, okay? Or or even subscribe to All Black. There's a new streaming site. Uh, subscribe to Clio TV. There's a bunch of black streaming sites now with apps that you can get. Go watch all the motherfucking reruns of Family Matters and all that goofy shit. And, and do whatever you need to do 
But don't go outside and don't get caught up in a motherfucking rally where they're trying to get niggas to do the motherfucking electric slide. Okay? Can you imagine? Can you imagine what Dr. Martin Luther the King is thinking right now? Laying in his grave. Hearing this goofy bitch too stepping over his motherfucking tombstone. Y'all niggas make me tired. Okay? I'm tired by all of y'all. Next story. Now, if you are going to protest, if you are going to take to the streets, take note of this man here. This is the only way you can do it, okay? Keep your hands clean and make sure you're out there feeding your family because black people love soup, okay? So if you out here walking with soup, do what you got to do. Tim, are we both pressing the button at the same time? Uh, I'm just standing here today with uh, soup for my family, and uh, we're just, you know, watching all of this unfold. It's very unfortunate. You're not planning on using that, are you? Throwing yes. it at the police? Like I said, it's for my family. Literally for your family. Yeah. Now let's play that again. Uh, I'm just standing here today with uh, soup for my family, and uh, we're just, you know, watching all of this unfold. It's very unfortunate. You're not planning on using that, are you? Throwing yes. it at the police? Like I said, it's for my family. Literally for your family. Yeah. Listen, sis, don't try to question him again. He ain't he in Minnesota. It's cold. He went to go get soup for his family. I'm going to tell you what happened right now because, see, listen, I'm a former journalist, and I understand that she was trying to, like, really, you know, be a journalist and ask that follow-up question. But here you have a hardworking black man, okay, who you know he make money because he got he got the he got the thin winter clothes. He ain't got no puffy coat. He got that like that triple down like extra thin, you know, like that 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 uniglow type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he got that like you go skiing winter coat on. He got his little winter hoodie on because he probably be skiing on the slopes because he's an educated black man. You could tell by his voice he's an educated black man. And his girlfriend said or his wife said, "Listen, honey." I am so tired of a long day at work. I had so many Zoom calls. It's getting really cold out here. The forecast says it's going to snow again. I know they're out there protesting because the cops keep killing black and brown bodies. But can you please go give me some soup? And he went to the CVS, the one that isn't boarded up in Minneapolis or Target, and he got one can of soup. They have one can of soup left because he loves his family so much. He got that one can of soup. And as he was walking home, walking home, he just stumbled across the protests. And because he's a good looking black man, okay, that newscast lady was like, I want to talk to him because he got all his teeth. I'm tired of us putting black people on TV who don't look good. Cause you know, that's the same woman that got cussed out last week. Remember her? That's the same black woman that got cussed out by the black man who was like, no, nah, this shit is fake. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all making it worse. So she was like, listen, I ain't talking to no niggas tonight. I'm only talking to smarty yardy Negroes. And she found her smarty yardy Negro who just ha so happened to be getting some soup for his family because it's cold in Minnesota. Okay? And she gonna ask him twice. Is it just for your family? Yeah, bitch, it's for my fucking family. We eating soup. We fasting. We doing Dr. Sebi's cell cleanse. What kind of soup? Bracey's is called, it's freedom soup. That's what he was eating. He was eating freedom soup. So if you're going out there, make sure you get your soup cans for your family, okay? But don't be out there empty, empty soup-handed. If you're going out there, make sure you got soup for your family. That's the only way we're going out there is with soup for our family. That's it. No other way. Either you out there with soup for your family or you home, save your motherfucking coin. 
Are y'all learning something tonight? Are we are we on the same page? <laughs> Ladies, I've been talking for 44 minutes. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, these last couple stories are not uh police related, okay? So we're gonna have a nice little palate cleanser. Tim, can we put something on real quick so we can get a palate cleanser? I hate to put you on the spot, but let me get a little, let me get a little, a little sound break so we can just cleanse the palate and we're going to come back with these last three stories. Hit them with something. Perfect. All right, ladies and gents, this has been fun. I missed y'all. We need to do this more often. Every Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Chloe Across America with me, your host, Chloe Hilliard. Okay. So social media is where I see everything. And I just saw people, <laughs> I just saw people quoting this. No, not that. What are you doing? That, yes. I just saw people quoting this, double homicide. And I didn't know what they were talking about. But then, you know, because everybody is just doing subtweets, the journalist and me had to find the source material for this here double homicide. So imagine my puzzlement when it was this. I speculate is to understand this. You can change your life. And you can get out of the, the gutter. Are you crying? I am. What's going on? Why are you crying? And it hit home for me. So come step up. Come step up. Let, let me let me hear you. What what happened? I was saying it's the gutter is a rough place, you okay. know, and you got to do everything, any and everything to make it, you know, every situation, including aborted twins. You feel me to better yourself because I do want to leave you. But you just had an abortion, twins. Twins. Mm. Yeah, double homicide. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, let me tell you something. Number one, I did not know that Jocelyn Hernandez had a, a, a second season show called, I think, called Cabaret. I don't know if those women are strippers, exotic dancers, sex workers. I don't know who they are, what they are. But all I know is one woman was having a moment by saying that she sacrificed so much agreeing with Jocelyn Hernandez, saying that she wanted to get out of the gutter and getting out of the gutter was aborting her twins, right? Someone else whose face we could not see just had to say, damn, double homicide. And I say that to sis, you, you should have kept that to yourself, friend. Whoever you are in the back, you should have kept that to yourself. That's one of the things you say when you hear somebody tell a crazy story in public that you keep it up here. You keep it up here. She thought she was she thought she was tweeting. I think she thought she was tweeting from her ghost account. Okay? Cuz there's no way that you're going to say to someone who is crying about aborting her twins double homicide in front of cameras. Now, the woman who told her story, number 1, this is the problem with reality television. It's because people tell everything. 
she also should not have admitted that she had an abortion when she killed twins on television. I don't care if it's on Zeus TV or motherfucking Versus, bitch. You don't tell no shit like that to Jocelyn Hernandez. I, the only person I'm telling I aborted twins to is maybe Barbara Walters. And I don't even know if that bitch is dead or not. Okay? That's the only person I'm telling that to. And yes, I'm crying on TV too. Okay? If I tell that story, I need to be in a plush, a plush seat. I need to have a nice a nice outfit on because I'm a dignified woman. If I'm telling you that I aborted twins, maybe babe, uh, I got a book coming out. I'm not dancing for fucking Jocelyn Hernandez and telling y'all I had an abortion. I killed twins. This is number one. So mama, you should have kept that to yourself. Number one, you put yourself out there for Jocelyn motherfucker Hernandez. And that's the problem with reality television. People want to just be out here, be seen. So now I don't even know if you made it to the next round, if it's a competition show. But one thing is you'll be forever remembered and infamy for telling people that you aborted twins because you wanted to go on the Jocelyn Hernandez show. So that's number one. You should have kept that to yourself. Number two, whoever said double homicide, you, let me, let me, let me go back for this. You should have got your ass beat. Okay. The next episode, you should have been up there with these on because you should have had your motherfucking eyes blacked out, ho. How dare you judge a woman for having an abortion, okay? Don't you dare call it a Dama homicide. Don't you dare give us conservative anti-abortion talking points when there's a black woman sharing her pain on a black-ass show hosted by the Puerto Rican princess Jocelyn Hernandez, who herself has had an abortion or two as she talked about it on Love and Hip Hop versus season 18 or whatever she was on. We ain't doing that. We ain't tearing each other down. Should have kept it to yourself. Double homicide will forever be in the back of my mind. But women are not the only ones doing stupid things and putting it on film for everybody to see. <sighs> this gentleman here, I mean, I ain't even gonna say nothing. I just want y'all to see this video because I could not believe it myself. Wait a minute. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you, are you, are you shading me, Tim? Because I feel like, Tim, I see that you, Tim, I will bring your ass up here. Tim, are you shading me in the comments right now? I can't. I'm, I'm going to deal with Tim later. Okay. Going back to this. This gentleman, I don't know who raised him. But they need to sit him down after this, after this video he posted on the internet. I don't even know if he's playing or not, but I feel like he's not playing because I feel like he's very proud of himself. I don't even think he has it in him to understand how ridiculous this sounds. Yes, SSIS, stripper standing in solidarity. Yes, we, we holding sex workers down. We not shaming black women, okay? Okay, good. Ladies and gentlemen, please... Listen to this next video. Listen and watch if you're watching the show. If you are watching the show, thank you for tuning in to youtube.com backslash Hey Chloe. The older channel backslash Chloe Hilliard will be ceasing to exist on the 1st of May. So please subscribe to the new YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash Hey Chloe. Let's watch this video. 
question in my comments and in my DMs, so here's the answer you all been waiting for. Honestly, I use whatever shampoo and conditioners in the shower, but as of lately, I can say that this shampoo, this uh, this Vaga cell, this has really been doing a trick for me. I don't know where you could get it, but I'm sure a simple Google search, you could figure anything out. This is, I guess, a family favorite. My mom and my aunts, they all seem to use this shampoo right here. Um, it has like a real, uh-oh, fruity smell to it, but I mean, it definitely does the trick, as you see. It says uh, pH balance, you know, to, I guess, really penetrate the pores and, you know, the hair follicle. And as far as conditioner goes, I use this. I don't think it matters what conditioner you use, but this works for me. So get you this shampoo, this conditioner combo, and you be out here looking like, yeah, boy, yeah, feel me. This motherfucker thinks that pH, thinks that pH stands for pores and hair do you understand this man is using a vaginal cleanser as his shampoo now there's two things we need to address here number one please ladies we got to stop using these vaginal cleansers that's a whole nother conversation okay there's a whole nother conversation because they actually strip your pH balance if you use them too much. So we can't. Because let me tell you something. I grew up, I'm old enough to remember, uh, what is the name of it? Is it, Brooke, I know you know, uh, Brooke, I know you here. Is it Limsol? What was the crazy thing that people was like, oh, if you want your cooch to smell good, you got to get Limsol? What was it? It was like this, it was like a, it was this bottle and it was like pretty much like damn near using ammonia on your vagina. So that was definitely a no-no, right? And then it was Summer's Eve. Summer's Eve was another one. But Limsol was another one that, like, people use, like, Dominicans use, like, Spanish people use, and then, like, Black people started using it where I grew up at. So then we had Summer's Eve. Then we have Vagisil. But women, you should really please stop using these astringents that strip your coochie juice out of your vagina. They're not good for you. But I guess no one told his family that because clearly he lives in the house with women. Clearly he's thinking it's shampoo. Clearly they have not told this motherfucker that it's not shampoo. Clearly he thought he was doing something. He thought he was hipping us to game because not only did he make a video about it, he put captions on it because that's how dope he thought he was hipping us to game. Ladies and no, it's not Florida water. It's Limsol or Lim. Damn, I I knew. I wish my cousin. Let me see if my cousin knows because she used to use it. I know she. Oh, I know who would know. I'm gonna ask one of my friends. We never done this before. But I'm gonna ask one of my homegirls who I who I owe a, a phone call to. So I hope she don't get mad because now I need to know what this was. She gonna know exactly what it is. And let me saw Limsol. Let me saw. Oh, let me ask her. Hey, girl, really quick. I'm on my show. Don't say nothing crazy because you want to speak a phone. But what was the name of that vaginal uh, soap that we used to use in high school that used to burn our coochie hairs? And it was started with an L. L. Let me something. Let me what? Oh, let me say. That's, the Spanish, uh, that's like body pine salt for Spanish people. Body pine salt for Spanish people. We was putting that on our vagina, girl. Girl, I'm going to talk to you later. The, the West Indian people use ghetto. West Indian people use Dettol. Spanish people use Lemisol. It's 
Mm-hmm. Let me salt. Yes. Scorching out coochies like chicken hairs on a motherfucking open fire. All right. I'm going to talk to you later. Love you, girl. Bye. I love you too. Bye. Listen, ladies, we got to, we got to do better. Okay. We got to do better. Ladies, if you are in a household with young men, you got to tell them, number one, don't use my female products for your hair. That's number one. That's number one. Number one. That's number one. Number two, don't make videos about the shit with captions on it either. <laughs> now, I myself, I, I mean, I don't use that stuff. I don't, I, I've grown up. Oh, I've known that it doesn't work. Honestly, I don't even want to tell you what. It, all right, fine. I'll tell you what I use because this, this is a show. I actually use um Johnson & Johnson's baby shampoo. And I didn't want to say Johnson & Johnson's, but like, not Johnson, like baby wash because it's a gentle soap. If you're going to use soap for your vagina, use a gentle, non-fragrance soap. Do not use motherfucking uh, fruit and all that other goofy stuff. It's not good for your vagina. So, please. Uh, We out here. We out here losing. Losing in the streets, losing at home. And did y'all notice when he put his head down? I'm going to bring him back up. I'm going to bring him up. I'm going to mute him now. But did you notice when... He put his head down like there was a big old gap, like right in the middle. Did y'all see that right there? You see that? He was so proud of himself. And then he put his head down. And then I said, oh, I don't know if that shit, it might, that might be stripping his shit too. Look at that. You see how it was all thin in the top? And he's so proud of it. The front curl, they even got a whole curl in the front. Now, let me tell you something. I know his mom and him mad because I know, you know, you know, when you live in the house with other people, you know how much stuff you leave in your bottles, right? I know they've been going in that shower being like, how come my Vagisil is so low? I, I don't understand what, who is in here? You, how many pussies is in this house? Cause I know there's only three women in here. Do you know how much I'm sure he was like squirting, like, like a handful, not that he was going like, uh, poor baby. He don't even know. He don't even know. And if he getting girls, that's probably why. Because he's like, you remind me of something. I just, I don't know what cologne you use, sir. But it just reminds me of a warm place that I can call my own. Yeah, bitch, your vagina. Pussyhead walking around here. Pussyhead boy. Okay. We are rounding this hour out strong, ladies and gentlemen. This has been fun. I really miss y'all. I love y'all and I miss y'all. I'm so glad we're having this evening together. And I'm trying to come up with a nice little button to end the show. And I think I found something. I think I found something. And we're going to call this end of the show segment. Not every show, but when it applies. We're going to call this a word from Auntie Chloe. I came across this tweet sent to me by a friend moments before the show. Can you go to this tweet, please, Tim? This is a woman who posted this. She says, let's elevate our men. You live with your mom? No problem. Move in with me. You don't have a car? No worries. You can drive mine. You have bad credit? No issues, babe. Put that credit card in my name and we will work on paying that bill together. Because you are a king. Go back to the previous slide so I can so I can give her a word. Honey, no baby. No, 
No, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not giving nobody access to our credit. Not in this year, 2021 of our black Jesus. Absolutely not. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna drive my car. No, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely not. No, no, no. You know why? Because kings, okay. Kings come with kingdoms. Okay. If you don't have a kingdom, you are not a king. Hello. <laughs> That's right. Therefore, you will not be taking part on the fruits of my labor. I wish a man would come to me and say, Chloe, I don't have a, a house or a car or credit to my name, but I want to be a part of your life. You know what I would tell him? You can watch Chloe Across America every Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern time. If you want to be a part of the kingdom, you can become a Chloe American. Visa applications are open and rolling. That is the word from auntie. <laughs> Emphasis on auntie. There she is. <laughs> Girls, don't do this. Stop letting men come into your life and ruin your credit, ruin your home life, ruin your emotional and mental state. We not out here adopting niggas in 2021. We just not. We just not doing that. We just not doing that. Oh my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, it's been fun. Tim, was it was good, right? We had fun. Tim is being shy today. But ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what else to say. I thank you all for being here. We covered a lot. It was a great show. We'll be back next week, probably with guests. But if you don't know anything else, please know that I appreciate you being here. Tim, hit him with the, we got to put the lower bug up, put the bugs up so we can put the, get the rolling bugs so we can see the donate, the like, share, and subscribe. You know what I'm saying? We got to do the end of the show business. Like, share, and subscribe. Make sure you make sure you are subscribing to the new YouTube channel, YouTube backslash Hey Chloe. Make sure you check out this episode as a podcast is available everywhere. If you would like to donate to the show, you can donate via Venmo, Cash App, or Pet Pal. We will see you next week. It has been my pleasure to be here with you this evening. You really uplifted my spirits because I was feeling down. But we are going to make sure that we take care of each other. Make sure that we find joy and happiness. It was a great show. You guys are a great audience. And I will see you all next week. Bye, everyone. Thank <laughs> you.